everybody. This is William Del Pilar, and this is the long sought after, long awaited, long lost points on the board. And I'm here with Big John. Big John, how are oh, you doing today? You know, brother? Well, I'm exhausted. You know that, uh, but that's okay because when it comes to doing points on the board, we got to get back in the swing of things, baby. Get back to doing what we do. As John says that in a yes. monotone voice without yeah. saying For y'all that don't know John, I love John to death. And, and, no, and no homo, John, by the way. Yeah, John is one of the few people who can tolerate me because I get emotional and I'm like, bam, bam, bam. And poor John just takes it. And John is a type of guy, America. If you have a problem with John, <laughs> then odds are you're the problem. We all know somebody like that. For you Budweiser, Bud Light fans, remember the commercial with Ken? Ken was like the perfect guy in the commercial. And all the guys are looking at Ken and they hate Ken. <laughs> Well, well you know, for a second the there, William, I thought I was afraid you were going to bring up a different Bud Light commercial to to describe me. So uh, <laughs> Which I thought you might accuse me of, uh, you know, some Dylan Mulvaney action uh, in a Bud Light commercial. And I was holding my breath there. But but thankfully, you, you did not uh, throw me in that category. You know what's funny about Dylan Mulvaney? We were talking about him the other night, and my friend goes, isn't that the guy you mentioned us a couple years ago? And I thought, like, I was like, oh, my God, yeah, because I said, you know, he's a cute transgender, <laughs> meaning he's not an ugly man. He's not a cute – I mean, he could play it right. I said, he's somebody who could sit there and make some money. And it reminded me – he reminded me. That's the guy you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, he's making a lot of money now, but is, it, is the infamy right, worth right. it, you know? Because I saw a very terrible image of him today, <laughs> and I thought it was a shot below the belt. Uh, it was by this woman because he's got a makeup product. And, and, and you know how this has been vicious, very tribalistic between the transgenders and the straights, I guess, for lack right. of a better word. And uh, this lady said was mocking him, and then she had the close-up, and he had, like, his nose hairs here. You know, it was trimming. You still see him. He had all the razor right. burns. And, I, I, and technically she's right, in a way, because I've got to be honest. I have been friends with a couple of transgenders over the right. decades of my lifetime or I've known them. And yeah, when you get up close to that male transgender, it's a lot of makeup, a lot of covering up. And a transgender did talk to me about the process. Uh, uh, and she, he's a she now because they went through the whole process and I will always respect that about the electrolysis mm. they get. So it's a whole process, you know. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to points on the board. People, we got on here real quick because John and I, every time we meet, almost every night, at least four to five times a week, we're always arguing and debating. And we're like, well, let's bring this on to right. points on the board and just do a, uh, what's the word? Spontaneous one. So what we want to talk about is the Aaron Rodgers trade right. went down. And I made a critical mistake. Uh, uh, as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser, smarter, and more writer. <laughs> <laughs> or so I tell myself. But I seem to be the only voice in America that says the Jets got mm. the better deal. Everybody else is saying the Jets got fleeced. But here's why I say the Jets got the better deal. Well, well uh, hold on, William. What was the deal? Lay out the deal so everybody knows what the details were. All right. All right. Me, Actually, let me bring me up to, our Twitter okay, real quick. I, was, I have it in front of me if you want me to run. Oh, knock it out then, John. Sure. So the Jets are receiving Aaron Rodgers. They're swapping picks in this year's first round. So the Jets will move down to 15. The Packers will move up to 13. They get this year's second round pick from the Jets, going from the Jets to the Packers. That's number 42. And the Jets are sending their sixth rounder this year, number 207, to the Packers. The Packers uh, also will get the Jets' 2024 second round pick 
And that's conditional uh, to become a first round pick. If Rodgers plays in 65% of the snaps, offensive snaps for the Jets in 2023, uh, the Jets are also going to get kicked back. I think a fifth round pick from the Packers this year. Now, what's interesting about this deal, William, um, and I'll tell you why I crap on it to Tom with the rest of America. Then you can tell me why you think it's a good deal. I crap on it for a lot of different reasons. The more desperate team here were the Packers. They could not keep Aaron Rodgers. They're tied into him for close to $60 million on the cap. So the Jets were in, in the position of strength here. And whether we, the Jets also had other options. They, I, For the life of me, I still don't know why they didn't put an offer sheet out to Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Because then that then that's leverage against the Packers as well, right? Um, and it also puts leverage right. against the Ravens as well. I would have made an offer sheet to the um to to the to Lamar Jackson and then negotiated down with the Ravens instead of paying two firsts for Jackson. I might have said, okay, why don't you take a first and a third? You know, and I'm sure the Ravens would have done that if they were serious about moving Jackson. The part that kills me in this trade, first of all, if I was the Jet. Here's the trade offer for for Aaron Rodgers. We'll give you a second in 2023. Period. That's it. Nothing else. If you're willing to take on some of his salary, we'll we'll make that a first. Like pay pay 30 of his 60 million. We'll up that to a first round pick this year. But that's all you get. You don't get this other nonsense. Oh, you're talking about the Jets yeah. Going that's back it. To that's the, it. Okay, got you. I'm loving right? what you're saying. Because right don't now. forget, the Jets have also spent money signing all of. Uh, all of Rogers' friends. They they signed Hackett. They signed uh, Randall Cobb. <laughs> they tried to sign Calais Campbell. In other words, they have already spent money just setting the table for Rogers, um, and to spend sixty million on them and give up draft capital. Because how else are you going to build that team? Your free agent pool is is gone now. So how are you going to build up that team if you're giving up your draft capital too? For somebody who's like, how old is Aaron Rodgers now? Thirty nine. And your deal, yeah. Forty nine. He's at that point where next year, right? Next year could but be his last. my ultimate point is, he's been saying he doesn't know if he wants to play or not for the last two or three seasons. He's pulling a Brett Favre on everybody. So, right. Oh, good yeah. point. Good point, though. He did say that while he was in Green Bay. Yet Brett Favre went on to play for what a minimum of at least three right. years. That I can't remember, but at least three more years. Right. But I'm saying from the Jets' perspective, you don't want to just like from the Packers' perspective. You don't want to deal with someone who every season's like, I don't know if I'm coming back. I have to retreat into the darkness. I got to wait to see what Alex Jones tells me to do. Whatever the hell, you know, it's like you don't want to have to deal with that year after year. So from the Jets perspective, they they want to go for the brass ring. I give them credit, right? Uh, they've got a top five defense. Their their owner said, I'm willing to drop a couple of dollars on on, on a high profile quarterback. Great. You get a quick deal done with Green Bay. Like I said, second rounder tops. I'm old school. I would have offered a fifth rounder for him because like you're stuck for 60 million. You can't cut him. You've already said, if you're green Bay, you've already said you're moving on to Jordan love. What are you going to do? Start the season. If the jets pull out of this trade, what are you going to do? Start the season with uh Rogers on the bench. Cause you can't cut him. What are you going to do? Bench love and now risk that kid's career going forward. Your future franchise quarterback. So that's why I think John, the- I agree. I, yeah. I tweeted that out earlier. I said, I said, the, the, they could not go into camp with Rodgers. Even if they said Jordan loves the starter and they told Rodgers, don't come into camp. The controversy is still there. And the only person who gets truly negatively destroyed is love by having the shadow. Yep. It's like Steve Young. 
People don't understand what Steve Young overcame in overcoming Joe right. Montana's shadow. He was a, uh, 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 he's one of, that's where his intellect paid off. He handled that pretty well. The reason I say uh, the Jets got, uh, 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 okay, let me rephrase it. I, I came out too soon before realizing football is a business. You have the football side and then the business side, but where it, it, it overlaps is with the salary cap. So I completely forgot the fifty million when I put. But I was thinking football in terms right. of players and draft rounds. But we still don't know fully yet what the impact of that salary cap is. There's this website called Spot Sport Track, Track, I believe. Sport that Track. Kind of, Sport Track. I kind of specifically mentioned that they came out with their analysis, but said, "Hey, things could change. Even if they rework the contract, that's a change to the whole status." So we got to wait for that. But you are absolutely right. The fact that the Jets did not take. Uh, uh, or force the Packers to take that. But that could still happen. We don't know the ramifications of, of that side of the deal. But on the surface, it looks like they, they're not going to uh, 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 Green Bay's not going to eat any of that. Uh, and if that's the case, then to me, that just, it's just, I don't even blame the general manager because the only consistent there has been who for all these mega pathetic deals is the owner. So the owners is like, it's like we always complain about owners getting too involved, but sometimes I think the owner needs to step in and look, brother, what are you doing there as GM? This is my money. But it seems like, like Woody doesn't, doesn't care. I think Woody Johnson. Yeah. 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 From Johnson. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The reason. No, I was going to say Woody Johnson came out and said, spend the money. I'm spending the money on, on, right. So, so listen, they looked at uh, Derek Carr initially. Right? Well, hold on, hold on, John. Woody Woody Johnson has said that going all the back, way back to every failed uh, free agent, starting with Santonio Holmes, if not earlier. You know, it's like Santonio Holmes, uh, Bell, Le'Veon Bell. So you're right. So it seems like the spigot is always open with him, but there's no accountability for that spigot. So real quick, sure. let's get back to Rogers. The reason I thought. Uh, 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 the Jets should have uh, not given – the Packers should have demanded a first-round pick. Look, at the end of the day, I don't care if he's only going to play for one season. He's worth a first-round pick because there's no questions about who he is and what he can do for that team. You never – how look, Kyler Murray, you know, uh, top pick. What's he done? You know, uh, 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 Kyle Bowler. Yeah, you know, going all the way back. And the only reason I remember him is they were talking about quarterbacks who can get on their knees and throw 50 yards. I mean, uh, you just did it. Help me out here. Spit out some first-round bus. Ryan <laughs> How about Lee, Zach Wilson, my, the my guy they got family. already? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't call him a bus yet, but yeah, he seems right. to be on his way. But I would agree with you. Uh, but th- my point being is there is no question about what he gives you. So if, I, if I'm the Packers, no ifs, ands, or buts. You know, they play this little trickery game of swapping two picks. No, stop. You know, then the second round picks, that's free agent side. What makes the first round so critical is that's where your next potential superstar can come, statistically speaking. I mean, somebody's going to throw out Tom Brady, you know, Uh, uh, and and I agree. You know, you can find superstars within the draft and those second round picks uh, 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 can make up for that. Drew Brees is a great example. I'm not saying what I, I'm not stating what I'm saying is 100% correct. I'm just saying on the surface with nothing else known, uh, Aaron Rodgers is worth an outright first round pick, not a swap, 
not a conditional one for down the years. He is a Super Bowl proven. And I'm not a Rodgers fan, yeah. as you know. But compare him. You tell me anybody else in that draft right now, Big John, who you consider I, I, that guy's going to be that guy. That guy, hold on, that guy's I, as I, good as Aaron Rodgers, and they can start and play at a professional level and get us to the playoffs this year. With and I say that because supposedly the Jets. Are, are almost a QB away. That's all we heard last year. They're a QB away. Even with, what was it? Brees, Brees Hall. Brees, help me out here. Brees Hall going down. We're a quarterback away. We just need a quarterback. So based off their own hype, based off the belief of the fans, Aaron Rodgers is worth a first-round pick outright. And the Packers should have figured out a way to hold out for that. But because of what you said, and I agree with, the Jets uh, 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 played this well. It was a fair trade outside of the salary cap is how I view it when at the end of the day, the Packers should have gotten an outright first-round pick. And that's just my take. And my take is different for every individual. I'm basing this take on what Rodgers brings to the table. Now, if I'm a naysayer, I'm going, yeah, well, what's he done in the playoffs? Hey, I'm with you, brother, but he did make it to the Super Bowl. Once a long time ago. Listen, the thing with Aaron Rodgers is that, I first of all, he is not a locker room. I'll predict right now. He's not a locker room fit for New York. I can tell you right now. Like, oh, you think it's the locker room? Or just to me, it's not the locker room. To well, me, yeah, that but that's what I mean. Locker room media. In other words, I don't know that he's going to be the best teammate in New York. And the okay, time out. I'm going to p- yeah. answer your question based off that. Uh, the only time we heard negativity out of him was specifically from wide receivers who left Green Bay. We never really heard any negativity. He's a, he's a jerk. He's this, he's that uh, from the current locker room. I mean, from the locker room throughout the 15 years he was there. It was always players, uh, receivers who left. So I'm asking you, I don't disagree with you just based off his personality, but I'm asking you based off the data. We never heard anything. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just it wasn't reported. Why do you say well, that? First of or all, why would you he, say that? He, especially the last, say, four or five years. His act in Green Bay wore thin with the Green Bay media, right? So, and that's in a town, okay? Now, we all know the difference between living and playing in Green Bay and living and playing in New York, L.A., Chicago, right? It's an entirely different vibe. They call it the Great White North for a couple of reasons. (laughs) Well, there's that old joke when Reggie White signed there. Every black guy on the team became Reggie White, right? Because the people there never saw black people in the malls or anything. So they would see... Any, yeah, for yeah. the record, Reggie White, uh, the importance of signing Reggie White, and this is inside the baseball, I'm sure it may have been reported publicly, it was pre-internet though, part of the reason they, they, they gave Reggie White what he wanted and so the farm is, they, they he was so amicable, so likable, so loved by the league, they needed him to go recruit mm-hmm. other black players to come play in Green Bay because Green Bay was yes. struggling uh, 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 to recruit black players. But it, it, to me, that was part of the tribalism. Every player who has gone to Green Bay has nothing. No, but no, I don't disagree with you. But I'm saying they needed him to just even get. Plus, they were a losing team. No, no, for I don't disagree with you. Up. But the point is, Green Bay treats. It, it, it's football players like like gods, like heroes, right? right. And the media is exactly. very deferential. Like they treat, for the most part, they treat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay media with kid gloves. You know how it is in New York. I've lived in New York. You've, you're aware of what happens. You're aware of the California media sometimes in L.A., same thing in Chicago, right? It's like they're good. 
Oh, no, John, there is no, you know, you know, New York City media, whatever industry is the most brutal media. And the ones who survive are the ones who are like ducks. <laughs> right. just like Eli Manning, right? Yeah. Like Eli Manning. Yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, Perfect. Eli Manning. And to a degree, Plaxico Burris. People don't realize. I mean, the media got to him at times, but that guy would drive the media well, yeah. nuts. Well, him and LT, because he just joked with them. But the point is, when they start going after Aaron Rodgers for some of the nonsense that he says, and throw in that New York, for the most part, is a liberal town, his his when he gets up and says crap, like, you know, whatever he says, they're, they're really going to attack him. And we've... And I get the feeling he's a fragile ego. You see a lot of this fragility coming out of Rogers. So yes, on the football field, he's, God. he's still, he's still got it skills wise. I'm not going to debate that with you, but is it a, a, is it a case where it's subtraction from addition, right? Because when he gets in there, how's he, how are his younger teammates going to react to him when they see how he handles the media, that veteran leadership is important and I don't know that he has it. And if he's... Oh, John, John, I got to disagree with you. I've never seen a problem with him handling the media. He's handled the media well. The media hates him because he doesn't care about the media. You know, technically speaking, I agree with the media. But he didn't lie to them. He used them. He abused them and played them when it came to the vaccine. I was Well, it's not just the vaccine. It, 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 it's something you libertarians, I discovered, do a lot. You you use the right... Not, right. not you, but uh, you naturally no, do they're very, it. I mean yes, is, I... I naturally no, I, I, I got you, but, but I'm not even talking specifically about the vaccine. Like this whole, I'm retreating into the darkness to figure out what I'm going to do next. The second he says that to, in a, in a, in a, in a, in, in, on a, at a podium, do you think the New York media is leaving him alone? They're already gassing up the jets to follow him wherever he goes. Right. 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 But here's the difference. When he says those things, do you ever see him coming back? Y'all lied, you morons, you this, and throws his thing down and start. No, it just no, rolls but off his it, back. it doesn't just point. it rolls off his back in part because his hometown media doesn't push the issue with him. They're not as savage with him as other press markets will be. Like for example, he gets it in the national media, right? Like the uh, no, John, right? I agree. I agree. I don't want to dwell on that topic because John is absolutely right in the sense I'm just basing it on what's happened in the past and I'll stick by that going in if I had to place a bet. I, you know, That would determine how much I would be willing to lose knowing this info because at the end of the day, John is absolutely right. The I think I would handle the New York media very well because I'd be like, go bleep yourself right. and send your wife my way. You know, show her a real man that's not New York, you know? And uh, 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 that's how I would deal with it. And that's how Joe Namath dealt with it. That's how other people dealt with it, you know? And they're successful because they don't care about the media. They see nothing but fat white guys who couldn't make it in high school who had right. this power, you know? And, the fra and you're right. Rogers, that's what I was going to say. Rogers doesn't have a right. fragile ego. We don't know what kind of ego he has because he's never been truly challenged that extra step. So we will find out what kind of ego. And if you had, if you put a gun to my head, I go, yeah, it's fragile, you know. But we don't know. And John, John is probably tired of me saying that because I've been saying it for two weeks with our political debates or heated discussions we've had. At the end of the day, sometimes you got to wait it out because we can speculate all we want. Let's bottom line this before we let the audience go. Uh, 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 hold on. We are going to segue into two more minutes. John believes that Lamar Jackson is who they should have gone after and just signed based off the money. 
I don't argue that. What I bring up in dispute, uh, uh, and I'm tired of the fanboy, so, and John's not a fanboy, so we can actually talk about it here, well, is, and John was the one who brought this to my attention, kind of like throwing it back in his face. You have to build a mm-hmm. team around Lamar's right. strength. Yeah. That means not only are you going to pay him what you're paying uh, 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 Aaron Jackson and more because for a longer term contract there, uh, you got to spend millions more to build around him, and you got to cut and trade other people. So it's not just that big fat contract you're giving up; you're cutting, releasing, and trying to coax people to come in, and that's going to create millions more in costs. And I'm not exaggerating that, you know. So I'm not saying don't bring Lamar Jackson, but this isn't an apples to apples. Uh, 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 comparison. The, it's it's different. The big di- the, the positive for Jackson is he's 26 and Aaron Rodgers is 96. So there's that differential. But I will pose to the audience the same question I posed to John, and that question is: Let me find my question here, brother. Uh, 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 and. I got to give credit where credit is due. I stole this question from the great, I was going to say late great. <laughs> He's not late. From the great Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer, isn't he? Mark Slater. I don't know. I don't think he is, but uh, maybe he is. Okay, so Mark Slurrett brought up a point that I would have eventually got to. If and I of course, Mark Slurrett uh, was um, a guard for those Denver great Denver Broncos team. So he's the next offensive lineman for, uh, from the Broncos. Yeah, and for yeah. about 12 years. So so so, th- so he knows right, the game. Right. There's no if, ands, or buts. He man knows the game. And he was an ESPN analyst at a time when I still watched ESPN, and he knew his stuff. I mean, and, and let's not take away from the most of the players, at least in football. In basketball, man, you get some odd takes out there. But in football, most of the players, you hear them, you do get educated into the weeds of the game. But – he asked a simple question to a fanboy. When you run the ball the way the Ravens ran the ball during Lamar Jackson's MVP season, what coverage did the defense play? And the reason that's an important question, and there is no one answer. There's a general answer. They played to stop the run, not to stop Lamar Jackson. And that's the whole key with Lamar. He is a focal point of the offense with his legs. He's not a focal point with his arm. That could change. And it has, in some games, Lamar has lit them up. But the point being that Schlereth was saying is all this hype for Lamar Jackson is not exactly warranted like the fanboys. And, and and if it's true that the Jets are ready to win now, and John, you're a New Yorker, please answer that question because I don't know if the Jets are ready to win now uh, with a quarterback. But if that is the case, then Rodgers fits this defense. It's not even a comparison. You can't bring a Lamar Jackson in who would take another one to two years to learn the offense and one to two years to build the team around him. So you're looking at being competitive at three years. You've got to start looking at who's going to be part of that team to start, you know, building the bridge for certain positions and, and uh, solidifying other positions with the up-and-comers. So it's more moving pieces to bring Lamar Jackson on. That's why I disagree with you with your take on that. Plus, Contrary to believe, he's a great player. He's still learning how to be a great quarterback. And I am talking about his arm, people. And if you don't like that, you view it as tribalism, go take a hike. Because I said it about Brett Favre. I said it about Russell Wilson for about two minutes. And then I saw him play. I was like, oh, God. He was the only rookie who I saw knew how to use his legs to set up the pass. And 
I will be the first to admit the Russell Wilson from the first two to three seasons in the NFL is different from the Russell Wilson today, both mind and physical beings. So I've babbled on here, John. So please, what is your take on that? And are the Jets really a QB away or a QB in one or two they're, players away? They need a quarterback. <clears throat> um, right now, they're a team that's on the up and coming, but they have a lot of they have a lot of roadblocks. One is their offensive line isn't all that great. They do have some really nice offensive pieces, right? So they, uh, Brees Hall, assuming he comes back from his injury, I mean, he was on his way to be rookie of the year. Uh, ahead. And for the audience, the ACL tear is for the last, I'd say, five to 10 years, is not the ACL tear that players dealt with. Right. Before. There's a, there's a, the, 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 the yeah, it's a better surgery, it's a better rehab. Um, yeah, Clean and percent. let's not forget the the kid that actually did win Rookie of the Year when Brees Hall went down was another Jet. It was Gary Wilson, the wide receiver. So they have talent at the skill positions. I could argue they need a tight end, like a premier tight end, but for that for the West Coast system, I would agree. Yeah, I it's Hackett system, right? So, the, so I you know, yeah. so they could, you know, but easily they could draft a tight end that could play behind um, Uzuma. Uzoma, the guy they picked up from the Bengals last year, right? So, he- but John, are they? You said they're an up and comer. If they get a quarterback and maybe say a tight end, well, well their defense is top five. There's no doubt about that. Their defense is fantastic. Okay, okay. And, and that's why I think people are saying that. Do you, if they get Rodgers and say, like I said, a tight end, uh, 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 are they a Super Bowl threat? When I say Super Bowl threat, I don't no. mean they're the favorites. No, but they're you know not. How they're not that strong team. I'm not even sure they're favored to win their division if they get Rodgers because you've got to deal with the Bills and and, uh, Josh Allen and everything they got going on. You've got to deal with the Dolphins and and their offensive talent, right? So I'm not even sure that the Jets can win the AFC East if they pick up Rodgers. That's why I... Well, it's a competitive... I mean, look at it. Rodgers was arguably always in the talk as being in the top tier QBs in the NFC. Look, I'm sorry. I take Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrows, Josh Allen uh, uh, ahead of him. And Jalen Hurts uh, with another season like he had, if Rodgers was still in, 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 in that, the NFC. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm saying division, but, but in NFC, uh, I think Jalen Hurts is on the verge of surpassing. No, no, I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. So to your point, Rodgers' age and his desire to play, how many years is he going to play? That to me is, listen, like I said, I'm not against Rodgers per se. I'm against Rodgers at the price the Jets paid for him. Like if the Jets got a, said, here's a second round pick, that's what we're giving you. That's a. F- but hold on. Why do you say that? Because of his age and he can only It's a combination of his age. It's a combination of how long he wants to play. Like, look, Brady was older, but he wanted to play. You couldn't keep Brady off the field. Rodgers. T- that's because he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, he, he wasn't given anything to Giselle, right? But but the point. But the point is, I don't know when Rodgers is going to decide to quit. Nobody does, right? That's part of his problem slash mystique, whatever you want to call it. So if I'm the Jets, what did, what am I trading for? Somebody who'll play a year, somebody who'll play two years. I don't know. And if let's say they give all this stuff up for him, pay him his. What's it going to be over the next two years? A hundred, hundred twenty million, whatever it is. You're going to pay that kind of money, commit those kind of resources, and at most you might get two years out of the guy? Maybe so, but if they pay that to Lamar Jackson, they're out two years anyway because they ain't going to make it into the But my point is Lamar Jackson will play it. 
Lamar Jackson, barring some catastrophic injury, is going to play five to ten more years easy, right? Right. Right. No, 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 stop. Not easy. Here's my whataboutism. Looking at his playing style, people forget. A little history here. Randall Cunningham was Mm -hmm. the bomb. Boom, boom, boom. He was tall, lanky. He's not somebody who thought had that speed or those cut moves. Then, bam! That leg went one Monday night or, or, or against Sunday Pepper night, Johnson. Or, I can't remember on the Giants. Yep. I remember and that play because as a yeah, amazing. I do too. Uh, just because it's it, it just Randall Cunningham. People, he was Michael Vick, the basketball mm. size version in certain ways, you know. And uh, when that injury happened, his career was not effectively over, but he was never the same. Lamar Jackson has been injury prone the last two years. I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm saying that that's a product of how he plays the game. When you play the game and you rush like him, when he gets hurt, it's not because he's fragile. It's not because he's dumb. It's not because he should have gone out of bounds. That's just who and what he is. And if he's not near out of bounds, those hits take their toll. what's word? They're toll. Uh, 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 yes, they take their toll. Another example, Michael Vick, towards that end, it they were taking its toll. But, but, and so so there is no given but, that the Lamar Jackson you get today will be right, the Lamar but, Jackson. But here's the difference. Lamar Jackson, I think, in my opinion, is a better passer at this stage of his career than either Randall Cunningham or um, Michael Vick ever were. Yeah, honestly, right? I no now, the, you have to take a lot of th- – you talk about environment, right? He's never – Oh, hold on. Let me do one thing here, John, before you go on. To explain what John is saying, though, because it kind of hit my head. Randall Cunningham was not very good at reading an offense, but that was Buddy Ryan's fault because Buddy Ryan didn't care because he knew what Randall had in his leg. So he told Randall, if you see an opening, you run. So they never mentored the poor guy into becoming a great QB. And I kind of think that's what Rivera, Ron Rivera, did the same thing with Cam Newton. And it's a disgrace because we are in a tribalism society right now. And that's what you see back and forth. And I tell my friends of color, look, these young QBs who are told in college to run when they can because they are men among boys, they need some mentorship to learn the nuances and the fine-tune uh, their quarterback ability. And and that, to me, didn't happen with Cunningham or Cam Newton. Uh, uh, but it did happen with Lamar Jackson. But in his defense, he said from his rookie year, he was going off season. He went to his camps. He's done himself better. So I, I like him despite the fact, you know, I'm, I'm going against him here. Anyway, no, no, I was going to say, listen, uh, I think everything has value at the right price, right? So if if the Jets were able to get Aaron Rodgers for a second-round pick, I was all in. You know what I mean? But tr- forget the first-round swap. That was just a two-slot swap, right? So that that's just I, – I don't even think – and, and, and I'm glad you said that because, for the record, that's my whole issue: is Green Bay should have got in a first round pick. They, they, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I could tell you from what I've read in the right. media, J- the Jets were not giving up a first rounder this year. Period. That, that was off the table. Right, and I would have started shopping there yeah. somewhere else. Well, that, listen, the Jets were bidding against themselves. Nobody else was bidding on uh, all the other stuff was smoke screens. Oh, t- Tennessee might trade for Aaron. No, they're not. They're not trading for Aaron Rodgers. So it's like. Why would the Jets bid against themselves? So, like I said, if if the price was a little less steeper, or you you want all that trade ca- uh, uh, draft capital, great. Take on half his salary, then we'll talk. 
then I'll take on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's the part that I fail to realize, that big John there. I'm always knocking John uh, 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 at times in certain aspects, but the one thing he does is uh, he understands the breadth and the scope of the game. That's why he wins that betting, <laughs> and I don't Well, think. you know, and the other thing, let me say, look, L- Lamar Jackson would not be a better fit for the Jets necessarily right now because don't forget, they also hired Nathaniel Hackett in anticipation of getting Aaron Rodgers, right? So it's like the Jets were all in on Rodgers. I don't know who they were kidding, but the Packers acted as if they had more leverage than they did. The Packers had zero leverage as far as I'm concerned, right? Um, they, yeah, I agree with the Jordan Love situation, but on the flip side, if I'm the if I'm the Packers GM, I'm bringing up the fact, hey, you guys, you yourself, Robert Saleh, said you're pretty much a QB away and you have faith in Zach Wilson. Well, obviously that didn't turn out but I've got an all-pro, Super Bowl-winning future Hall of Famer here for you who who will give you more than any first-round pick. A first-rounder is what I'm asking. Do not yeah, call me and, back and until he, you get that. Then I'm calling the Titans. Right. You know why? Because didn't their new GM come from San Francisco? Uh, I don't know if he came from San Francisco, but it's a new GM down there. Uh, who is it? Ray Carthon, I think. But, yeah, yeah but Carthon, um, Carthon. listen, they're in a, they're in a complete rebuild mode. Is, I'm calling the Niners other teams to play up the uh, oh shoot we got to grab no there Rodgers wasn't going anywhere else it was obvious from from the offseason the only team that might have traded for him would have been the Raiders and once oh yeah yeah, yeah. John one question you know we're on the we're talking as if Rodgers doesn't care about the money that's the biggest lie of course he does yeah if he didn't care yeah. about the money he would never he would have signed a more team-friendly contract Kept there you go. Items, build yep. up a receiver core, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, at the end of the day, uh, 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 they could hold that against him. Uh, I don't know how much of it is guaranteed, if all of it's guaranteed, but the Packers could have sat there and looked at Rodgers. Hey, because traditionally speaking, you cut some. God, I wish I knew the contract because I'm trying to think, and I'm thinking that most of it is. Yeah, he was. He was from, for all intents and purposes, they could not cut him. It would be like a tremendous hit to their cap, even if they. It was like yeah, even if they spread yeah, even if they spread it across two years post June first, it would still be like very very difficult to get rid of them. So, the Jets knew that. Everyone knew that. Now listen, if I'm the Jets, and people think I'm crazy, I would have made a stronger run at Derek Carr, because with a competent quarterback with a great defense and a great running game. That guy can get you deep. All he has to do is not make mistakes, right? No, no. You know why? For the simple reason he is Mr. Happy Feet. And I hate using that term because I actually apologize, as I told you, to Jim Everett about using it. Uh, these are men who who are the elite of the elite. And uh, the NFL is a different game. So to sit there and casually say that as if it's no big thing they can overcome is a detriment. Uh, 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 and that happens a lot of times when you don't have an offensive line and people, it will destroy a young QB psyche. They will never be the same. I have talked to agents and former players who have stated as such. Now, Derek Carr has nine years of a reputation of happy feet. Early on, he did have them. I didn't see happy feet uh, uh, towards the last couple of seasons, but what I did see was anxious arm and anxious eyes. I mean, oh, I got to throw the ball, boom. And he throws it over him. He wasn't very accurate. And, and I, I will show that one play was it the Steeler. It was you and I both talked about it. It was like the final play of the game. The guy was wide open. Carr had the time, but just wasn't accurate enough. Carr could barely handle 
the Oakland and Las Vegas media. Everything you said about that media that I agree with, Juice, Carr's done. He would never have succeeded because of the media law. And they need a quarterback that at least has been put in a situation and has won. If you're going into that market, that's the player you want. Somebody who has actually won versus somebody who's still thinking about and learning how to win. Carr has never won. What is it? One playoff? Yeah, appearance? but but you're uh, also taking in something else into account. the The situation in Oakland was very deleterious to him. What do you have? Like five or six? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Big uh, word. It wasn't good for him in 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 yeah. Las Vegas and in uh, Oakland because what happened was that what do you have? Like six different offensive coordinators during his tenure there. It was it was crazy. So like I I'm and maybe I'm just one of those guys. I, no, you're right, John. He did. He had multiple head coaches, but he did have Gruden. And that's when he played. When he that's coaching. when he played at a very high caliber, right? So, yeah. I th listen. Do I think he's the type of quarterback that can put a team on his shoulders and carry them? Absolutely not. Am I? Is he the type of quarterback that with a great? Well, neither is Rodgers for that. For that matter, in the playoffs, he's never been. Well, you know, it. I tend to think so too, but that doesn't seem to be the consensus, right? Like. He, yes. Remember, Roger, who did he have that offset him that he has really never had since then? It was one of Ryan Grant's better seasons. Oh, you mean a running back? Yeah. If I well, listen, even now, Aaron Jones is a, is a really good running back, all-around back, and so is – um. But they had – oh, but they had other deficiencies. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, uh, but I think the problem is, to your point, the fact that he was never given the t giving the team – a, a, a friendly contract meant that they couldn't go out and get him all the weapons he wanted. Right. They couldn't right. like at times they had good defenses, but what was it about Aaron Rodgers? They always had to have one of the best offensive lines in front of them to protect their investment. That cost a lot of money. Uh, when you think well, they sacrificed the defense John, and, and, the and their skill position players and their skill position players. Right. Uh, like who? Who was their last good tight end? Uh, uh, Chamura, Mark Chamura, was he their last good tight end? I know they had, uh, yeah, yeah. And then they were free falling in terms of hiring free agents who were failures yeah. elsewhere. Hell, they even brought in a washed up uh, Jimmy, uh, the great guy from uh, New Orleans. No, he he never went to Green Bay, did he? Jimmy yeah, he Graham? No, Bay he went to he went to the Bears. He went to the. No, no, he became kind of yeah. He went to the Seahawks. Jimmy Graham. But 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 regardless, my point is. They didn't because he was like Brady made sure he got paid every year, but he also left enough money on the table so that his team would be better because he understood I can't carry this team by myself. It seems to me. No, no, I get you down real quick. 2018, 2019, Green Bay, 16 games, played 12 okay. and 10 games. I'm uh, 16 game season, played 12 and 10. Games. I thought he played there, but my point being is the last five or six years, they've been struggling to the point before they always had a body yeah. in waiting. And, and the last five or six years, they haven't. And I think part of that is free agency, and part of that is the exorbitant cost with the salary cap. They can't well, well, the well, here's the biggest thing and, and, why isn't Devontae Adams still in Green Bay? Because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, there Green. you go. And listen, I'm capitalist number one. If you can, if if you demand a certain price and people are willing to pay it, God bless you. Go and get it. But you have to understand what that, what the waterfall effect of that is, and what that is is your team cannot afford to put better players around you. So you better be the. So as much as you've sort of given us the negative of Lamar Jackson, the truth of the matter is that guy 
carried that team. For whatever success the Ravens experienced, it was largely due to a great defense and and Lamar Jackson. He was a big part of the team, but that team was built around I'm not disagreeing with you, but the point is... But no, no, no. He did not carry the team. He was part of the team. I mean, if the guy carried the team, he couldn't carry the water because come the playoff times, he was like Aaron Rodgers part due. You know, and my point is, is he was part of the machine there. His ability to be an exceptional part of that machine, you can't, what I'm trying to say is, he didn't carry them, but he had the skills where he made plays that people were like, oh my God. And it you know, but he couldn't do that consistent enough for me to go, oh, he can carry that team. No, <laughs> you know, now that said, we haven't even talked about the controversy because nobody knows. Uh, what was it? A six week injury lasting, what, six months at the end of the year? I don't know if he held out or didn't come back. Oh, I do. He did. Unhappy contract. He did. And, but, but here's where I'll base my, my questioning him on are his tweets. He went from an angelic Christian kid first coming to the league to just a crybaby loudmouth who would just uh, 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 make statements that were mean, harsh. Uh, and he was responding, but it showed a change in his personality. It showed a change in his yeah, tone. but and, and also don't yeah. forget, like he has no he has no I he has no agent. Out. He has no agent, which That's is right. nobody told him. Hey, which is to to this day, I think if he had an agent and a good agent. He'd be, he'd be getting his money. <laughs> he'd be getting some guaranteed money, if not all of it. He'd be getting most of it. Oh yeah, he wouldn't really have. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, hey John, here's the thing: you can see his ignorance and his immaturity uh, 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 when he came back out after you know he knew he wasn't going to get a guaranteed deal and said, "Well, I'm not, I'm not asking for a guaranteed contract, except for the guaranteed part of the contract was as much as Deshaun Watson was earning." You know, and and my take is, is he that stupid or that naive? It's a combination of both because he's smart enough to know he needs an agent, and here's why he needs an agent: some dumb moronic fanboy who actually has a job at one of the NFL uh, organizations out there. Uh, some but two guys who were like offensive linemen or, or, or non-skill positions represented themselves and got nice. Oh, uh, yeah, contracts. yeah. The problem is, the problem is when you're talking two hundred and fifty million over years, uh, you're talking. Uh, it, it, it's like comparing a peewee contract to 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 a professional contract. The intricacies, the balancing, the playing with the numbers. It's a different level in a different game, and an agent is best suited because the agent is the buffer who sits the player down and goes, "Look, son." This is what this is doing, and this is what it means. I don't know if he has a capacity to understand that. And I'm not saying that because he's stupid. I'm saying that as an example, people, when I ran my company, I would have three-hour meetings with my lawyer. I'm not exaggerating because he would break down the contract. He would tell me, don't worry about this, don't worry about this. This is what this means, William. This, And I'd be like, oh, I thought that word meant this. And my lawyer would say, yes, generally, but in legalese terms, it means this. And that's what an agent can do. So people who don't realize that, I call you a dumbass well, family. Well, also, I mean that yeah, well, know. also, not just from the contract perspective, but also from the perspective of, you know, it's there's rules to all of this, right? The NFL is just one rule after another. Lamar Jackson can't just call up an owner, for the most part, and start feeling things around. That's what agents, that's part of what oh, agents right. do. 
Yeah, yeah. And there's, 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 see, and that's the other thing. Does he realize how the tampering rules work? I'm not saying he does it, but no, I'm just I, an example. Now, listen. This is what an agent does. Yeah, I think, for example, a player who represents himself is allowed to call up owners and general managers because they have to represent themselves. But what they don't understand is, for example, a lot of these deals get done at places like the owner's meeting, the combine, right? Where people are killing time and they're just like, oh, but, hey, man, if we did this, and hey, I'm just throwing something out there. Nothing, you know, no official anything. You know, you get a lot of this talk. Hey, let's go grab a steak and we'll, 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 ha- let's get a napkin right on the back of the napkin and stuff like that. Stuff like that happens. It happens in every business, William. You know that. We, when we would go to, you know what else happens? <laughs> Head coaches in a corner in a bar. Oh, I could drop some names, brother. Yeah. Sorry, you just really yeah, yeah. have a fun memory. No, no, but my point is, even when you and I would go to the conventions and, and to the gatherings, right, that's where deals got done, right? Hey, even from our even from our yeah. dopey fantasy industry, right? Uh, hey, uh, I heard you're coming out with a new feature. Yeah, I heard you've got a new writer that's kind of hot. Why, why don't we swap content for function or whatever, right? You get deals like the Or who's that? No, no, who's no, you're the, right. Right? Lamar Jackson I, I was not part of that. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Ja- I mean, I see, John's absolutely right, people. When I went to the convention, I secured one of the first major contracts from a major player to a smaller player, uh, and that was Yahoo. We did all their content, and they came to us. It was because of the seminars. I built relationships with Sports Flash. We were the only company working out of the basement who had contracts with Fox Sports, Yahoo, uh, CBS Sports, even the NFL. We were the first fantasy analysts. And John's right. All of this happened because of the conventions and seminars. And that's where Lamar exactly. Jackson hurts himself. He doesn't go to those things. John, let's bottom line this. Aaron Rodgers with the New York Jets. Uh, it doesn't have to be an exact, but what do you see their win, their wins versus their losses? And where do you see them falling in the uh, division? Now, I won't hold you to any of this because it's so early right. off season. It's just a fun, wild game um, people. What do you say, John? I put them somewhere around 11 and 6, 10 and 7. Ooh. Maybe, well, maybe second place in the AFC East. I think a lot of it is also going to depend on Tua Tagovailoa. I think if he's hel- if because if he's if he's healthy and he comes back, um, and he's able to pick up where he left off with Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill, like that alone, that trio alone, is enough to 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 be a wild card in the AFC East. Now, do I think? Oh, it's like a minor league Kansas. Yeah, City it's crazy. It, it's a crazy system, and and I think McDaniel's in his second year is going to be more effective. The, the Dolphins had now have other picks. They don't have to worry as much about the um, the offense. They can put some more effort into the defense, right? So I think uh, the Dolphins, if Tua's back, they're going to be a, a, a solid team in that division. The Bills are still the class of the division, right? Between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and all those guys, if they get a running back in there, you know, you know, get some, get some things going, maybe shore up the defense a little bit, but they're still the class of the AFC East. So like, what are the jets going to do? The Patriots are the only team that I'm not worried about in the, in the AFC East, ironically, after, after, after decades of them ruling, right. It's about time. So the jets could be anywhere from first to third in that division. Nothing would surprise me with Aaron Rodgers and a healthy breeze hall. Like, yeah. 10 and 7, 11 and 6, wild card probably. 
Um, I don't see them winning the AFC East, even with Rodgers. I don't see them winning the AFC East. Okay, okay. So, uh, uh, you don't see them winning the East. So, you're middle of the pack, potential wild card yeah. is what you're saying. Uh, what you're saying, what I'm hearing is that's going to be a phenomenal division. Even the weak Patriots two years ago had a decent season. And, and now that they got Bill O'Brien and people, you you fanboys need to realize something. Bill O'Brien is a hell of a head coach yep. and offensive coordinator. His problem was his He's tenure a GM. started and ended. With, <laughs> exactly. With right, right. GM. All right, John. Green Bay. Where do you see them with Jordan Love? If you have no idea, that's fair to say, too. Um, I don't know because we have no, we have no practical tape on um, Jordan Love. I mean, everything you hear coming out of Green Bay is positive that the team accepts him and they've already like accepted him as as replacing Aaron Rodgers. So, Aaron Aaron Jones of all people said that when he was interviewed, I think by uh, Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp uh, during the Super Bowl week. You know, they said, well, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, how do you feel about Jordan Love? And he goes, we love the kid. He's great. You know, it's like, so So whether it's a smokescreen or not, um, I'll take him at his word for now that the team has accepted Jordan Love. And look, the Packers traded up in the first round to get him um, when they didn't have to. And I actually criticized the move at the time. And they yeah, <laughs> I criticized the move at the time. Right, no, it's just, it was just a right. Move, it wasn't a value you know? move. Uh, uh, um, so exactly. at that point, you know. But anyway, the, so they seem committed to him. Do they? Ha- do they have All enough right. to like right. overcome? I don't know. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Right. Okay. So here's what I see. I see nine or ten wins from the Jets. Uh, uh, you have to acclimate yourself to that offense, to the players, and most importantly, that people will forget, he's got to acclimate himself to yep. the city and the media. The reason I say that, if you don't and it becomes a battle, that messes sure. with your head. And that's why a lot of players fail. They can't take the media. It affects their play on the field because they're stressing and worrying about every single movement they do on the field. So uh, that's why I think we're looking. I would not be shocked at a 9-7. and seven. Is that No, right? it's 9-8 uh, and and eight now. So, 17 game singles. 9-8 yeah. and eight now. Okay. I know you keep adding there. Uh, uh, nine and eight. I can still. I'm thinking nine or ten win season with a shot at the wild card. Green Bay. If we look at Rodgers, look at Favre. I think they don't miss a beat and they'll be competitive. How they determine their future though is going to base off be based off teams around them. That they've got some quality teams there that can. Oh, the Lions. The Lions are an up, uh, up and coming exactly. team. We don't know their medal yet. Chicago, uh, Justin Fields will be in his second year. He's learning to become a better quarterback and starting to use his legs. There are a couple of games that flash that, and that's an evolvement. What they're lacking, I think, is a true running back. So I would not be shocked if, if I don't know who they're going to pursue, but if they could get like a Dalvin Cook or somebody like that uh, 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 to offset uh, it, uh, uh, uh their backfield that'll help him uh but yeah i i, I see anything from from i, I would be thinking nine ten week season but in a better way than the jets meaning uh it's a tougher division tougher teams uh but i'm lying right now because you got the bills you've got the dolphins and you got so yeah i guess both teams are pretty much mirror like in my thought process at this point but once the season gets going We'll be able to figure it out. Now, the, uh, to uh, me, the key well. is going to be for the Packers. I'll, I just, while you were talking, I was thinking about it. How will Jordan Love deal with his teammates? Like one of the things about Rodgers is if you thought about the way he dealt with Christian Watson as a wide receiver this year, Watson clearly at the end of the year, by the, by mid season onwards, 
guy was unstoppable, right? Had a touchdown in some like six, seven straight games. He, he was a speed burner. Great. Right, right, right. But John, part of that is because Rodgers still has the mechanics. Right, but, but also throws. who buried him for the first half of the season? Rodgers. Right? So that's what I'm trying yeah, to get at. True. Right? There's good and bad with Aaron Rodgers. Like when Christian Watson dropped that pass, that TD pass, that, that it was a perfect pass and he dropped it. You could see what that Rodgers just wasn't going his way for a while. He, he but that's common. I mean, you got to re-earn the trust, and he did. So I'm not defending Rodgers as much as that's a crappy move, but a lot of veteran quarterbacks, what? You don't drop my Well, it's also baby. like if you're a different <laughs> type of quarterback, you have a different – Right, well, you also have a different mentality. So I'm saying what Jordan Love is, maybe Jordan Love – has the type of character that's like, I don't have to be the superstar here. So I'll hand the ball off to Aaron Jones. I'll I'll dump it off to to uh the tight end. I'll 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 hit whichever receiver's open, not just the guy I'm in love with this week. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, but if he thinks like that, then he's gonna fail because he's already a prima donna. Odds are He's scared bleepless. Not because he fears the game. It's like spotlights on him. I, I don't I have never seen a young quarterback play that game. You drop the ball, man. Get on my field. You know, I've seen the quarterback. I'm not gonna throw it to you. Where's my tight end at? You know? That's a, so so I, I I and you're right. I heard nothing negative about Jordan Love. In fact, we heard a few positive notes when I never heard Rogers, but there were rumors, you know, he wasn't being nice to him or things like that. Uh, and I don't believe any of that because it doesn't seem Friction would have come up. But at the end of the day, that's our take on the Jets. I think the Jets uh, 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 did well by not having to give up the first-round pick outright, which is what the Packers wanted. So what the Jets did was they just swapped a bunch of – they swapped the most important pick, gave him uh, 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 draft picks. We won't know who won this trade until many years after because there have been trades that have gone down that have gone nowhere. So, for example, Jimmy Johnson – the people he picked up from the Herschel Walker trade is what turned them into Super Bowl champions, you know. But what the Jets picked up from Namath or 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 or, or, or other trades and things like that, they tend to not really pan out as well, in my humble opinion, looking at it anecdotally. But I'll never forget the Herschel Walker trade, and that's why you try to make these type of trades, and that's why they did get all those uh, uh, picks. The the difference being is Jimmy Johnson. Went to the, uh, uh, you do know stories came out about Johnson and kind of very unethical ways with his own recruiting there uh, uh, without breaking. But the point being in saying that is he knew these players inside and out. So he didn't need his scouts. He'd already mm -hmm. uh, uh, either tried to recruit him or had the recruiting reports. So he was able to build up a great team there. John, I think fabulous discussion. Nothing in super detail that, that some analysts like to give, that people get lost in the weeds, but some honest, brutal takes from the perspective of what awaits Rodgers and what they can expect uh, uh, as the season goes down and a little analysis on the trade. We're always going to be debating trades like this until the results pan out five years from now. So we will revisit I'm this sure we will. in five years. And everybody, that is it. Do not forget to visit us at sportsgrumblings.com. John's been posting a boatload of articles, you know, and look, we're all kids at heart. At, at, heart. at heart, who doesn't like wrestling? Well, there's some awesome women John has uh, spoken about. Who doesn't love the Bond girls? There's some awesome women. And you know what, people? I've got a great article coming up. The hottest transgenders oh, in America. Now you got me. Now you got <laughs> no me. Lie. No lie. 
I'm jesting, people. Don't hate on me. You know, hate on me after I hang up. And with that, also, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, on uh, on the conservative sites, Gab and Getter and Truth Social. Just look up Sports Grumbling, and uh, you will find us. And with that, Big John, this has been Points on the Board, and I will give you the last word, my friend. Well, it was it was good getting back on the horse today. And as in addition to everything William said, don't forget subscribe to our channel on YouTube and on Rumble. Make sure you're up to date on all the content we produce. So until next time, peace out.